Thank you for joining us on another Tale and Tune with TJ, where we share original music, some original stories, and sometimes I just T-E-L-L some things that we may need to hear. One thing particularly at this moment I'd like to share is a little bit of experience from being within a distribution center. And I know this is going to help somebody. I know some people are going to listen and they can say amen or (laughs) I have 100% agree and nod their heads as I'm saying what I'm saying. And you can probably see some people's faces and co-employees as I address these observations. Predominantly, I'm getting this off my chest personally for myself, but for all of those listening also, whether you're in the workforce, you've been through the workforce, or you're on your way to the workforce, perhaps something I'm saying is still going to be able to help you. I don't believe that this podcast was idea was given to me for myself. I believe someone's going to be helped through this. Anyway. One of the concerns I wanted to address, one of the things I wanted to address is about coming into the workforce, coming into a new job, occupation. I'm going to speak specifically about warehouse type of jobs. Warehouse type of jobs, you find yourself sometimes in somewhat of a behind the scenes kind of a position. And that may be better suited for loners, introverts, people who are not outgoing and need to be the star of the show type of individuals because usually those type of individuals need constant um, acknowledgement of their skills and of their talents or they need to be in the forefront they need acknowledgement of everything that they do whereas someone who's probably a loner shy away from getting credit for things but they do appreciate a job well done That's why commonly, if you ask me one of my sayings about warehouse type of jobs, I would say we're not all made to work here, but some people were made to work here, if you understand what I'm saying. Everyone's not created to work in a warehouse setting. As far as their creation, their body, their mindset, mentality, psychologically, not all created so that they thrive there. But some people due to their life situations or life choices, they end up there. And they had no choice but to work there. As in, you got a mom or dad or some relatives or or a spouse or someone who the only way they see that you're going to make ends meet is you working a nine to five. And of course, I hope you hear my air quotes. So in a warehouse job, there's different ways to get in there, of course. I've come in warehouse jobs through temp agencies. And again, This is more of a T-E-L-L in tune with TJ, so I really, really hope you're listening. Some people out there are looking for jobs, and I I guess this is serving as some education and maybe a warning to those before you just dive in, because sometimes you may apply for a particular job you're trying to get in a warehouse because you're trying to get into a job, and you may not understand some of the settings and arrangements and some of the situations you'll find yourself in in a warehouse, i.e. If you're not used to physical fitness, probably not a great idea if you're not inclined to do physical fitness. If you get tired standing on your feet longer than 30 minutes, 
probably not the best suited job for you because you'll be quitting within a week. Most warehouse jobs, you're going to be standing up for a while. Most. I was in a warehouse where the lift trucks that we had, it's like a sideways load truck where the forks extend out. They call them reach, reach trucks. I think they extended out uh, twice the distance as some crown models. I think these were Caterpillar models. But anyway, where you stand up in there, you're standing kind of sideways, but in some of those models, they have a little flap behind you that comes down where you can sit on that. Because they understand you're at this job for 12 hours, you know, normally, and it's good sometimes to stand and it's good sometimes to sit. We find usually you uh, aim better when you're turning and extending your forks out when you're standing up. Uh, may it be more of an orientation type of thing for your body. But if you're find, you find it difficult to stand up for long periods of time, say, just try it. Try to stand up eight hours, walking around through where you live and walking around through your neighborhood, standing up, washing dishes, folding clothes, doing random things. Stand up and play, stand up and play video games instead of sitting down. Try that for a couple of days and see how your body feels. Then you'll know better if you're better suited for a job like this. But anyway, prepare to stand up. What I want to get into a little more is not just how to get into the job, some of the settings being at the job, because in warehouses, they're not all wood floors. Mostly they're concrete slabs, which is usually cold and unforgiving. Or you're inside of a module, uh, which has like metal bar grading catwalks. And you're walking on that, which again can be kind of unforgiving, meaning that uh, it's a lot of pressure point uh, pressure points on your feet. Uh, for those that are flat-footed, uh, can be painful. For those of us that got that arch, arch in your underneath your foot, and you don't have the right shoes that you're trying to wear. Doctor shows sometimes help, but if you don't buy the right shoe that has the arch that go up, that'll mess you up over time. I'm a living witness. Um, those are a few things to say about some of the settings. You're gonna see trash in the corners. You may see a mouse or a rat run across the floor somewhere. Settings that you may see in video games or in movies is not all jokes when it comes to real life. A lot of that stuff is 100% true. As clean as people want to try to make it look on the onboarding video, their warehouse is not always that clean. Another thing you're going to see in warehouses very common is when the corporate people are on their way or when they're coming or they're supposed to come Monday or something like that, you'll see a big major clean going on. And usually your production for that time frame beforehand, you kind of got to juggle between doing your regular workload and doing some cleaning doing your regular workload and doing some rearranging because some of the higher-ups know that the corporate types you know the executives or the owners or managers you know are are coming and they want to see the facility where you're working at and that's one thing that can be it could be difficult to deal with because you're like, well, I thought we were keeping it clean all along. Now we got to do this spring cleaning for this one person. Like we live like this every day. So you're going to see a lot of that. Another thing that I'm saying this mainly to my children and to anyone who will take this advice as a man, steer clear of gossip. Stop. Steer clear of gossip. People who like to gossip about other people, and spreading rumors and playing all of this mess this is in a whole lot of feminine energy and estrogen driven behavior and as a man you may hear it don't entertain it and move on develop your views of people based on your views and your
your experiences with people, not on what someone else said. That is a I, I, I can I can't stress that enough for those who will listen, mainly for my children I'm speaking to and anyone else who will listen. Uh, do not base your opinion or your views. Don't classify people based on what you heard somebody else say about them because it could be a misconception. The person who you think is your friend is coming off friendly is and talking about someone else to you is probably talking about you to someone else as well. Just dropping a little wisdom bomb on you. That's all. On another level, when it comes to the workforce and who you want to listen to, Throw out something not personal about yourself that you can say to someone and then you don't have to worry so much about what might come back from that because it's not that personal, it's not that close to you and if it happens to come back, you don't really have to worry about it because then you can find out who you can trust and who you can't trust because if they couldn't keep that thing that you told them in confidence, then you know that they definitely can't keep anything that you might tell them for real. That may be the truth about yourself. A few more observations that I can give when it comes to the workplaces, I will put it in the category. Sometimes it seems like you out there working with children. Sometimes it just seems like the co-workers that you have, they don't have a mind of an adult. They don't have a mind of a responsible person. So they don't have a mind to think the way that you might be thinking. And I'm hoping that you're a responsible adult in the workforce and you're goal-oriented trying to get things done. But some people, when I say they have a mind of a child, it seems like you're working with children. I mean, that's just what it comes down to. It seems as though they don't have the mind to think as an adult does responsibility minded I'm saying and they'll even work with mess in their own way I've noticed this is observations that I've made where it seems they'll leave mess instead of picking it up and then you gotta come and in order for you to do your job you gotta pick up what they've left behind now like I said before I'm talking about observations of working in warehouses and one in particular I'm talking about it seems as though my team or the team I always landed in, kind of everyone else's job is dependent upon what we do. So if the person who works before us leaves something in the way, but they also need us to give them their next product so they can continue doing their job, right? So instead of them cleaning up their mess behind themselves so we can continue, you know, putting down what they need, they'll leave the mess in the way and not clean up. And it just makes our job more difficult because there's so many people, there's almost no way to track. It's very difficult to track who left that mess there. And then here we are, you know, my team got to come behind them and still do our job, move on to the next move. So sometime in the workforce, warehouses, hey, this may apply to other places, but seem like you work with children because they'll leave mess in their own way. Another thing I've noticed is they'll bogart their way down the hall. So I know sometimes there's halls in the workplace. Sometimes there's aisles in the workplace, especially when you're dealing with a warehouse. Well, it seems those childlike minded co-employees will bogart their way where they got to go as though your job don't mean nothing. 
you know, and not really be considerate for the task you're accomplishing, which is more times than not on their behalf. But they'll just try to get through to go do whatever they got to do as though their job takes precedence over yours. And that moves me into another feeling that I've noticed with some of those co-employees that are childlike minded. They have a sense of entitlement where they just by their mannerisms and their behaviors, you can tell they they just think they're supposed to get certain things and things are just supposed to work out in a certain way for them that they place themselves above the mindset and above the placement of other people that have such an ego that is difficult to break down. Then I've also noticed those childlike-minded co-employees are entertained by foolishness. This is why I made this statement earlier for those who will listen. Don't be... I won't say don't be, but don't be, I'm going to say don't be, don't be involved in a lot of gossip. First of all, that's not manly behavior if I'm talking to men. For women, I would say don't be involved in too much gossip because like I said, whoever you gossiping about, one of those people is likely they're gossiping about you behind your back. Break that cycle. Break those cycles. Break those things that people are doing. Don't become one of those types of people those minded people who put people in boxes and categories and you talk about them behind their back. If it's something you like, address it. If it's something you don't like, address it. If it's something that's going to change, address it. Otherwise, it's an observation and leave that stuff where it's at. I also feel sometimes some co-employees, those childlike minded ones, they feel that they hold all the answers and it seems as though no matter what you're doing, they've got the answers for whatever things are supposed to go in. Like, they don't need a trainer. Now they can train, but they haven't even fully been trained. And when I say childlike-minded, I picture the teenage person who's getting pregnant in junior high school, promiscuous, you know, minded like a child. I'm going to go play around not thinking of the consequences. An adult, a grown person, is minded of what the consequences might be before they make a decision. And these childlike minded co-employees feel they got all the answers and can't be taught. Another thing I've noticed in the workplace is one will be working like one will be working real hard while the other ones are sitting around talking. And I got a perfect example. Young over a relative's house and a few of them were cleaning. So I woke up, you know, just started to grab a vacuum, grab a broom, started to help try to clean because I see somebody cleaning. That's what I was taught. Around the corner comes my mom and she grabs me and pulls me to the side and says, what are you doing? And I said, well, hey, I noticed that my relatives were over there cleaning, so I felt it was the right thing for me to do. Go ahead and grab a broom and help them. She said, well, boy, did you pick your head up and look and see? They're not still cleaning. You have basically come in and taken over their task for them, and they're chilling while you're cleaning their chore. If you're there to help somebody and they start talking and chit-chatting, that's when your help stops. Don't help somebody do their job and they walk away. They not participating. 
And you know what makes it real difficult when you working in especially a warehouse setting? Like I said, this may apply to some other occupation. When you're working and your team is trying to accomplish a task, but as you look over the horizon or through the workplace, around the aisle, down the hall, somebody just not pulling their weight. It makes you makes you makes you feel like you'd rather just go home but somewhere inside of you somewhere in your mind you got to muster that mindset you gotta muster that courage you gotta muster that boldness because you got peace inside that says I know I'm gonna do a good job regardless the people around me they may cut some corners they may do this they may do that but you got to realize there's something about you that's going to set a good enough example where even those lazy, cutting around the corner, childlike co-employees, they're going to see something in your character. They're going to see something in your personality. They're going to see through your actions to your values, to the things that are important to you. The fact that you enjoy a job well done, not that you're doing it to be seen, not that you're doing it for applause. It's a thankless job. You go the extra mile, not only doing your job, but a job well done when you get through. That example that you set, whether you know it or not, they're watching. They're paying attention. They're taking notes. Yeah, there may be some haters amongst the group of people who's observing your actions, but sometimes even haters, you know why they're jealous? Because they see a mindset that maybe they had in the past and maybe they got disgruntled. Something turned and they went the wrong direction. But if I can encourage you, young man, if I can encourage you, young woman, if I can encourage you, middle-aged person, if I can encourage you, seasoned adult, grandpa, grandma, retiree who went back in the workforce, dig in your heels and get back to work. It's never too late to sow good seeds and set good examples and show people not to show people but in you doing what you stand for in your heart you're setting a great example <laughs> work is work one of the hardest things to do in the workplace is to hold on to your integrity amongst all the problems and issues Hold on to your wisdom. Hold on to your knowledge. Hold on to your morals and your core values. And not let your surrounding snuff out the goodness that's inside of you. Work is work. Work pays off. Work is worthwhile. It's not always fun. 
is not always enjoyable. Sometimes the hardest work that you can ever do is a thankless job. But you know what? While you're thinking no one is listening, while you're thinking no one is paying attention, while you may believe you'll never get the credit for the work that you've done, somebody's watching. And your reward, your reward is sure to come. So if you find yourself right now caught up in depression, if you find yourself caught up right now in a workplace where you feel you're not getting the things that you need, if you find yourself right now in a situation where you're all flustered and upset and you just had to get out and about to get your thoughts and get your head together, I'm glad you listened to this podcast because I have no doubt in my mind that there was something said that will help you or at least there was the way that something was said that's going to bring you calm and help you get through this moment so get up don't be depressed be happy be encouraged and know that you already got this go that extra mile work is work but work pays off in the end so stay encouraged till next time